At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time for Rush Hour with Danny Burke, presented by Bet Rivers. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen. The show is Rush Hour. I am Danny Burke, your host here on DCB Sports Betting Network, and it is finally here, the start of the 2021-2022 NFL season. Thursday night football, Cowboys and Bucks. We are very excited to go through all the betting information tonight here on Rush Hour. We got plenty of props to go with and prop shelf. Finally back to bringing... Prop shelf back into the mix. We last did it with the NBA postseason, but now we got it where it belongs in the NFL. And we got my better half. Of course, you know, the joke instead of better, you're spelling it like a better. Yeah, play on words. We like to have fun and uh, make jokes from time to time, even though it is rare here on Rush Hour. But we'll do that in 25 minutes. Uh, later in the show, Dan Leach, host of the Detroit City Cats, will be joining us like the past couple of nights. We're just talking all these City Cats guys partnered with Bet Rivers, see what their thoughts are on the respective local team in the NFL. Dan's being the Lions, naturally. I'm sure it's not going to be positive thoughts, but still excited to see if there's any betting angles he likes with the Lions and just getting good ideas and content for his show this upcoming fall. So we'll talk with Dan in about 45 minutes. And how can we forget in about 10 minutes, VEASAN's betting reporter Josh Applebaum, you know him, you love him. He will be giving us the market movements, not only for tonight's action with the Cowboys in the Bucks, but further along throughout the slate of NFL Week 1 on Sunday. So like we said, plenty to get to. And we might as well begin with the news throughout the NFL today. Uh, sad news, devastating news for the Baltimore Ravens. Who could just not catch a break? I mean, we thought the Colts had it bad, but how about the Ravens? Gus Edwards goes down today. 
in practice, and it looks like it's going to be an ACL tear. And not only Gus Edwards, but Marcus Peters as well. So uh, it's just getting rougher and rougher for Baltimore because not only do you lose Gus Edwards, but you already lost J.K. Dobbins, who put Gus Edwards in that position. You also lost Justice Hill as well. Or Baltimore, there's something with that practice field. Maybe just get off it. Bad juju all around. But, look, that completely blows for this Baltimore team that still had a solid back in Gus Edwards. Now, as we talked about yesterday, or maybe it was two days ago, uh, the Ravens bringing on Le'Veon Bell. We'll see if he can do anything there. And then also, how about Devontae Freeman? Will that be enough to suffice for the you know loss of Gus Edwards and J.K. Dobbins? So we'll see what can happen now with Baltimore. But... Is this changing your opinion on the AFC North? Because as we look at these odds, Baltimore still is the short shot, but Cleveland is creeping closer and closer and closer. The Ravens are plus 125 at Bet Rivers, and now we see the Browns plus 140. Pittsburgh, who just made T.J. Watt the highest-paid defensive player in football earlier today. The Steelers now plus 445. And then the Bengals all the way at the bottom of the AFC North at 25-1. to 1. So... Does this do a lot for you in terms of looking to bet the Browns if you already weren't sold on them? Because I'm high on Cleveland. I bet their season win total over. And no, it won't shock me if they win this division even before the injury news because they have the most talented roster probably all around. Now, can they put that all together and get all of the parts working equally on a consistent basis? That's, of course, the big question. But the Ravens, in my opinion, are a team that you can plug in a player in that running back position and still be able to fulfill those needs, right? I mean, you know, they've had success doing that in the past, and Lamar Jackson is virtually a running back in itself. What concerns you still with this Baltimore team is the passing game, and I'm not going to be the guy saying that Lamar Jackson is not a quarterback because he can't pass. You know, he is a quarterback, and he can be a stud passer, but last season he just had a little bit of a struggling year, and he needs more dominant receivers to throw to. I mean, Hollywood Brown didn't really help them out too much last season, and they brought on some other guys, but can they step up immediately? That's the bigger question in my mind with this Baltimore team. The defense will still be fine. The defense will still be top of the ranks, but what can happen with the passing game? Can we trust Lamar Jackson to be consistent with his throws and accurate and find the open receiver who we can trust that guy at the same time because again it stinks what's happened with the running game in Baltimore but at the end of the day if there's a position that you can fill at the last second it's absolutely the running back position because a lot of it has to do with the offensive line as well and if Baltimore can do okay in the trenches offensively then they don't need a big name player it's not even that Gus Edwards or J.K. Dobbins was a big name player but those were your top two guys we'll see if guys like Le'Veon Bell and maybe now Devontae Freeman who they're bringing on can't fulfill those roles who so we know were great backs in the past. We'll see if they can fit that system right away in Baltimore's. It is looking tougher for the Ravens. Uh, the win total, as we were seeing, 10 and a half. It is shaded to the over minus 152. Unders plus 125. But what does this do to the Baltimore Ravens this upcoming season? I think it hurts, but I don't think it's completely devastating. Once again, the show is Rush Hour. Welcome in. I'm Danny Burke, your host, and it is VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. And the show is brought to you by Bet Rivers as we are live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook. And it's like Christmas Day, folks, the start of the new NFL season. We've got Bucks, we've got Cowboys for Thursday night football, and much more NFL action to preview for the upcoming weekend. And VEASAN's betting reporter Josh Applebaum will be hopping on momentarily to get us all of the market movements with that. Then we'll do my better half in about 10 or 15 minutes where we just preview the first half lines for Thursday night football tonight. 
After that, we've got the return of Prop Shelf. We'll go through a plethora of player props for this evening's affair. I've got a few plays in that. And like the one we talked about before, we'll kind of just recap the teaser play I had. But then as we end out the show, we'll talk with Dan Leach, host of the Detroit City Cast, partnered with Bet Rivers. Let's talk lines. Let's talk NFC North and see if there's any hope for Detroit or just betting angles in general, even if you're fading them. So excited to talk about that with Dan Leach in about 40 minutes or so. But like we said, uh, you know, we were talking about Gus Edwards and the Ravens as we got things kicked off. If you missed the news earlier, this fear that Gus Edwards has a torn ACL along with Marcus Peters, who just adds more and more injuries to this Ravens team. It's just awful. And J.K. Dobbins, you lose. Justice Hill, you lose. Now Marcus Peters. And they scooped up Le'Veon Bell and probably or the news is they're scooping up Devontae Freeman. But right now, Tyson Williams is your backup. I say it's not completely panic mode yet. If there's a position that you can fill, especially with a team like Baltimore, who their quarterback is virtually their running back, not that you want to rely on that. But if there's a team in a position where it's okay, they don't have to completely freak out, it's the running back position. And it's not like J.K. Dobbins or Gus Edwards is an Ezekiel Elliott or Derrick Henry or Christian McCaffrey where if they go out, well, you're kind of screwed. No, I mean, you know, you might be screwed in the sense that they have no passing game. That's the bigger fear and the bigger concern for this Ravens team. So, yes, it stinks. Yes, it is a blow, but it's not completely season-ending in terms of the hopes for this Ravens team as they are still the short shot to come out on top of the AFC North plus 125 at Bet Rivers. Again, the Browns plus 140. And, hey, if you like a little bit better value, the Steelers are resting at about plus 445. Then the Bengals, if you really want to throw your money away, are 25-1 to 1 to win the AFC North at Bet Rivers. But, okay, so that's kind of the news today, and we, you know, we won't touch on it too much. I mean, Steelers, you know, signing T.J. Watt, going to be the highest-paid defensive player in football. Doesn't change too much in terms of the betting odds, but, you know, tip your cap to T.J. Watt. He got what he earned, and he's an absolute stud defensively, and the Steelers are presumed to have one of the top defenses again. But how about another team that is presumed to have the top defense in the NFL once again? That's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and tonight they are hosting the Dallas Cowboys for the beginning of the NFL season. And to help us handicap this game and many more, it's VEASAN's betting reporter Josh Applebaum at Josh underscore insights is where you can follow him on Twitter. He's a big shot now, baby. He's got the blue check mark, so we're happy he uh, made some time for us little people here on Rush Hour. But no, Josh, I'm kidding, my <laughs> man. But hey, we're excited here, and we are pumped for the start of the season Tell us what you're thinking about Thursday night football tonight, man. What kind of movements have you seen? Yeah, Danny, it's great to be with you, my man. And I've been fighting for that blue check mark for many a year. So it finally, <laughs> uh, finally broke my way. Uh, so I'll take it. But uh, Danny, it's great to be with you. Happy uh, NFL return here. And of course, also uh, happy sports betting in Arizona. If you live in the state of Arizona, you went live today. It's great to see another domino fall in the legalization of betting across America. Uh, and, and I think Arizona did it right. They're going to have, I think, like 18, 20 different uh, mobile operators. So it's great to see a uh, big, uh, big day for betting in general. But Danny, let's talk about this game for tonight. Obviously, this is crazy. I, I've been betting. Uh, I'm 34, Danny. I've been betting every day for, I would say, I don't know, 12, 13, 14 years now at this point. I've never seen an NFL week one opening night line move the way this line is moving. So what we're seeing right now, Danny, I think is um, a situation of who do you like, but when did you bet them? Because right now, just from a public perspective, about 65% of bets are on Tampa Bay tonight. They're going to hoist the trophy, uh, put up the banner. Everyone wants to sweat Tom Brady. We remember Dallas having a terrible year last year, especially after Dak Prescott got hurt in week five. So right from a uh, just a bet against the public standpoint, you know, Dallas has a lot of value. 
But I think what we're seeing, Danny, is obviously a huge line move to Tampa Bay. The Bucks opened minus six and a half. I think you did have not just public betting, but some early smart money hit Tampa Bay at minus six and a half before that key number of seven. And I'm saying, okay, now it's seven. It got up to seven and a half. Where's this thing? When When's there going to be buyback on Dallas? But Danny, there's really been no buyback. To me, as this line continues to move to Tampa, now up to minus nine, I'm looking at even a nine and a half out there, Danny. I think it becomes a situation of, you know, if Tampa Bay rolls in this spot and we say, wow, they opened six and a half, got all the way up to nine, nine and a half. You know, we saw the, the writing on the wall there with that big line move. But I think as betters, it's really tough to be with the public, especially for me as a contrarian better, to be with the public and laying a number when you're so late to the party, when all the value, in my, in my opinion, is now gone. So even if Tampa rolls here, if you consistently bet a team minus nine, minus nine and a half when they open six and a half, you may sneak out tonight with a big win and it may not matter. But long term, I think you're going to get in some trouble there. So believe it or not, I'm looking at, at Dallas. If you can find a hook with a nine and a half as kind of a buy low value play. I don't think Dallas is the sharp play tonight, but to me, it's a value play because number one, you're against the public. Number two, you're off a huge inflated line number. You know, odds makers open the six and a half, Danny, saying, hey, this is going to be about a touchdown game. Now all the way up to nine, nine and a half. That creates some value to buy low on Dallas. You also have a lot of system matches here with Dallas, Danny. Uh, you look at week one dogs in the NFL the last decade. They're 55% against the spread. You look at big dogs, six and a half or more in week one. They're 61% against the spread. Uh, big dogs of eight or more. It's kind of rare that you get a dog in week one of eight or more. Those teams the last decade, 16 and six against the spread, 73%. Inflated dogs getting at least a point off the opener. 57% ATS, and then road dogs who missed the playoffs the previous year, 62% ATS. So uh, to me, Danny, you know, Tampa Bay was a, a sharp early play at six and a half. I really don't think at this point laying this number, even if they win, it's not a great habit to lay, to kind of bet a number after all the value is gone. To me, the play with Tampa also was a teaser opportunity, Danny, when they were at minus eight and a half, because we talked about teasers quite a bit. I'm not a parlay guy. I think it's a big handout to the book, uh, and it, it's a great whole percentage for the house. But teasers, uh, when you're looking at six-point teasers going through multiple key numbers, when you got Tampa at minus 8.5, you could take them down to minus 2.5. That was a great spot because you went through the 7 and you went through the 3. But now that you're at, at 9, if you tease them down to 3, you're, you're, you're only going through one key number. And if it lands on 3, a lot of teasers would, would push or uh, have a reduced payout there if, if, you, if you land on a push. The only thing with Tampa, though, I would say, Danny, we have seen since 1996 – Super Bowl winners in the next game, the, the week one opener of the next year. They're 18 and three straight up. They're 13, six and two against the spread. Um, but to me, Danny, as gross as it may seem, if you can find a hook with Dallas plus nine and a half, that's a hazmat play for me. I, I'm not going to say it's sharp, but it's a value play with a lot of dog system matches and an inflated line in a very heavily bet game where you're against the public. Oh, baby, Josh is going up against his boy Tom Brady. Doesn't do that often. But look, Josh, you're right. I mean, once you realize where this opened at about six and a half, you'd certainly have missed the boat with Tampa Bay, who could roll in this game. But you're right. Doing that consistently isn't going to make you a profit at the end of the night. So, look, doing that isn't a bad option, I think. But more importantly, like you alluded to, teasing them down, I think, was the best way to go about it. And that's what we did earlier in the week. And, and that's why when you get a primetime game like this earlier in the week and you know the public's going to hammer it and it's going to move, best to try to get in on that as soon as possible. But there could be value with the Cowboys, if you alluded to. Now seeing about 9-9 nine, nine and a hook. Again, that total at about 52.5. So we're pumped to see how that one goes down. We'll be rooting for you, my man. Just need the Bucks to win by three, and then you'll cash your Cowboys ticket. So hopefully we both get a couple dubs <laughs> in that sense. 
event. But Josh, what about if we look forward to Sunday? Now, a game that hasn't seen too much movement, really, at least not as much compared to the game tonight. Noon kickoff central time. We have the Chargers and we have the Washington football team. And Washington at home is up to about a point favored. I mean, this one I think opened up at, at uh, about a pick -em. Correct me if I'm wrong. And then this total we're seeing at about 44 and a half. This seems like such a tough one to handicap as it's, you know, already indicated by the spread. What is your sentiment for this week one game? Yeah, so Danny, I think this is kind of a tough one, but it's kind of like, you know, uh, when you when you have like that thing in school we used to do where you have like that puzzle and you shake it at the beginning, it's really unclear, and then it gets a little clearer as the week goes on. I'm, I'm thinking it's kind of, you know, looking to be maybe a Washington football team play here because a lot of these books uh, open, as you said, and you got it right, Danny. It was pretty much a pick em game. At one point throughout the summer, it was minus one Chargers. The Chargers are a very trendy team with Justin Herbert in year two and a new young stud head coach, and they had a pretty good draft. So I think they're a team that's kind of been a darling in the offseason. And really the public is saying, give me the Chargers all day. But what I like is this thing just flipped, as you mentioned, Danny, to now football team minus one. So again, this is a time of year where I do love to bet on a lot of dogs. They're 55% ATS in week one the last decade. But I think with these really, really short numbers, you know, uh, I don't get into a big, you're not like getting a ton of points either way. So to me, it sometimes becomes a money line play. If you like a spot here, instead of laying a minus one, like let's say Washington wins by one and you know, you push where you could have gone money line and maybe cast your bet here. So it's a late developing play for me, uh, but I do like this late move toward Washington. And I think banking on this Washington team at home where again, it, you know, COVID year last year, we had no fans in the stands. Now we're going to get these home teams with raucous environments. You're going to get home field advantage. You have a, a great defensive front there. One of the best defense, uh, defenses we expect this year to be with Washington with Chase Young uh, and, a, and a veteran quarterback who Fitzpatrick, you know, he's prone to interceptions, Danny, but maybe he says, hey, I don't have to be a gunslinger. I can manage this game. Don't have to take a lot of chances. Look at the football team on the money line here, Danny, with this late move. If it remained minus one, you know, Chargers, I'd say, hey, you know, okay, maybe some love for the Chargers here. Maybe a value play getting the point there. But I like this late move telling me, hey, we are taking some money here on Washington. I'd be looking at Washington. Now they're minus one. Maybe a money line spot at home here. I agree with you, and I think this line is accurately set. But at the end of the day, I like the home field advantage for Washington. And I am high on the Chargers this season. I just don't know if this is a favorable matchup for them in week one against the stout defense that Washington presents. So I lean with you there. And at that point, yeah, just go with the money line. I tend to do the same thing. So uh, I'll be rooting for you with Washington. But what about here in the Browns and the Chiefs? I feel like, you know, a lot of people are going to be split. The public naturally loves to back Patrick Mahomes. However, it looks like this line is trending down toward Cleveland, who a lot of people, myself included, and I believe you are, are high on this team this season. But does that mean we should be high on them for this week one matchup? Yeah, so Danny, you know, first off, uh, I'm right there with you. I am high on Cleveland this year. I took the over 10.5 win total at minus 120. I think there's a lot of value there. Stefanski year two, Baker in a contract year, obviously great running game, great offensive line. You load it up on defense in both the draft and free agency. So just from a high level standpoint, I'm high in the Browns overall. Now, what I liked with Cleveland is they were in a, a contrarian spot as a big dog. And if you look at these big dogs, six or more in week, uh, six points or more in week one, they're about 57% against the spread last, uh, last decade. But I was saying, Hey, I want to get the hook. I was, I was feeling greedy, Danny. I wanted the plus six and a half with Cleveland. It popped for like a split second and any six and a halfs out there got gobbled up went back down to six, and I was saying, okay, maybe by game time, the public love for Kansas City will, will bring back the hook and make it available again. 
But that's not what happened. It's actually down to five and a half at, at a bunch of shops. I see one shop, uh, maybe maybe it's an outlier at five here, but that was really notable to me. The public is all over Kansas City, yet all movement has been toward Cleveland. So again, you're not going to get the hook anymore, but I think this is a good sign. If you want to grab the points with the Browns, shop around. Uh, I would wait. Maybe you get the six back again, but falling to five and a half, that's a very, very good sign. Tells me you have uh, kind of this dog, road dog type angle. Also, a revenge game, Danny. I mean, a lot of people were saying, hey, you know, Cleveland got lucky there when Mahomes got hurt in the playoff game to cover that number. But I think this is a good spot to back Cleveland. Again, you're not getting the best of it anymore, but that move down to five and a half tells me continued smart money here on the Browns plus the points. Maybe this is closer to a field goal type game than it is a touchdown type game. All right, before we let you go, Josh, let's look at another primetime game. Monday Night Football, the Raiders getting some fans finally in Allegiant Stadium, taking on the Baltimore Ravens, who once again are enduring more and more injuries. But despite that, Baltimore's a four-point favorite, Josh, and we see this total at about 50. What angle are you seeking out for this Monday Night Football matchup? Danny, I'm looking at the, the Vegas Raiders here, plus the points. Uh, what we saw today, obviously, the big news with Gus Edwards tearing his ACL. Terrible news if you are a uh, Ravens fan. I would say they have the second-hardest schedule in the NFL. Their win total, if you can find an under 11, to me, that has some uh, value here. But uh, not only are all their running backs getting hurt, but also Marcus Peters. He could be out for a while here. So if you're really banking on uh, a running game, a running team, where now you're down all your guys, this is going to be a tough spot, I think, with Lamar Jackson to put the team on his back. So uh, from the standpoint of just this game in particular, Danny, I have a lot of system matches on primetime dogs at home getting a field goal or more. Uh, also, with the hook, the, the important thing today, Danny, a lot of these books were at four and a half. As soon as the news broke with this Gus Edwards injury, Marcus Peters injury, that four and a half got scooped up. Now it's down to four. So, again, you would have loved to jump and get the hook, the plus four and a half. I think that was your best spot overall. But even before these injuries, it was a really, really lopsided play. Everybody in the public is is betting Baltimore here, saying Lamar Jackson's going to roll over this uh, this Vegas team. But again, fans back in the stands, Vegas at home, and just a classic primetime home dog. I love going contrarian in you know uh, you know Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night spots. Nobody's back in Vegas. You have injuries here. The four and a half is down to four. I'd be looking at grabbing the points here with Vegas at home. Josh Applebaum, ladies and gentlemen, at Josh underscore insights, where you can follow him on Twitter. He'll keep you up to date with all the information throughout the NFL and college football season. And not only on Twitter, Josh has you ready with the Market Insights podcast Monday through Friday and in the daily newsletter and pretty much every other show here on VEASAN. So he is a hardworking man, and it pays off. He cashes you some tickets. And, Josh, we hope you do the same tonight and through the remainder of this weekend. Take care, my friend. Danny, you're too kind. Keep up the good work, my man. You're sharp as a tack, and uh, enjoy the opener tonight. Absolutely. You as well. Josh Applebaum, can't wait to talk more NFL throughout the upcoming season. And as for tonight, like you said, I mean, he makes a good point. This opened at 6.5. Now it's up to 9 at Bed Rivers. He's saying if he can get about 9 in the hook, maybe take that gander at Dallas. Not the sharpest play per se, but the value is pretty much so far gone if you were looking to bet on Tampa Bay considering where it opened that you kind of missed the boat. And it's not to say that there isn't the possibility Tampa could steamroll tonight, but if you're just looking for the value, that could be the side. But speaking of more value, let's talk about first half value. What are some bets you can make in the beginning of this game that could be advantageous? We'll let you know next. Stick around here on Rush Hour.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, <laughs> hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Rivers has you covered for the NFL season. They're offering the same game parlays in all pro football matchups. Plus, they're bringing back the Reduce the Juice promotion on game days. This NFL season, they have a $1 million Beat the Spread challenge with thousands of dollars given away each week. Pro football betting is more rewarding at Bet Rivers. Download the app or go to BetRivers.com to bet. Offers valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. Must be 21. Gambling problem. Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. one 3500 in Virginia and Iowa. Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. 
All righty, welcome back to Rush Hour here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Danny Burke, your host, live out of the Bet River Sportsbook. And man, someone must be pumped for that promotion if you couldn't hear the screaming in the background as we all are very excited for the start of the upcoming NFL season and all the great opportunities, bets, odds that are available at Bet Rivers. Once again, BetRivers.com. And some of those consist of the first half opportunities. So it's time to bring back a dear old friend of ours, a segment that we like to call My Better Half. And, of course, it's a play on words, B-E-T-T-O-R instead of E-R. So, uh, yeah, we have to be punny every now and then. But let's go ahead and dive right into it with the first half lines for Thursday Night Football. The first half three-way bet. Now, this one is different than your typical one because the tie is implemented. So the point being is that, if it does tie and you don't bet on it, you lose. Whereas you do the tie no bet first half and it pushes, then you'd get your money back. So what's the incentive for doing the first half three-way bet? Well, you get better value. For example, the Cowboys in the first half three-way bet to be leading pretty much to win the first half or plus 245. Whereas if you do the tie no bet first half, they're plus 230. So you're getting 15 cents better. The Cowboys, or excuse me, then the Buccaneers in the first half three-way bet, minus 250, whereas with the tie no bet are minus 305. And if you do want to bet that the first half ends in a tie, the odds are 13 to 1. Cowboys, 9 and 7 last year on the first half money line, oddly enough. And the Bucs were actually 7, 8, and 1, if you recall. This was a team that was frustrating because they started out so slow and then they had to always play from behind and would end up winning. And look, that could be the case tonight. And if you think so, again, he could get plus 230 on the Cowboys to win at the first half or even up to plus 245 now because we've seen a little bit of movement. But look, the Cowboys are not getting a lot of love because also the spread has moved away from them, not only in the full game, but the first half as well. Uh, five and a half is where we were seeing the spread earlier in the day. There may be some movement as of late, but with this spread at five and a half, when we imply this to all the games last year, the Cowboys covered this in 10 out of 16 games in the first half with it at five and a half. Whereas with the Bucks, they were seven and nine ATS with the spread at five and a half in order of them laying it. So again, this is implied from last year. A lot of different things on the line, a lot of different quarterback situations, meaning the Cowboys. But still, it's something just to keep alive in the back of your mind for week one. Now, total points, this could be intriguing because both of these teams surrender a lot of points in the first half. If you look what they averaged last season, uh, Tampa Bay would put up 16 first half points per game themselves and allowed about 13. The Cowboys averaged 13 first half points per game and allowed 17. So could be a higher scoring first half with the number at 26. The Cowboys went over that in 10 out of 16 games, and the Bucks went over it in 11 out of 16 games. Now it looks like it could be getting up to 27 and a half in some spots. So, you know, 27 is somewhat more of a relatively key number than I would say 26. So may want to alter your thoughts at this point. And honestly, maybe take a look at the under if you're getting 27 and a hook, maybe just a little bit too high. But then we gander into the individual team total first half points. Bucks at about 15 and a half seem to be creeping up to that 16 and a half range. But if it's at 15 and a half, the Bucks had gone over that in half their games last year. And the Cowboys allowed their opponents over this mark in 10 out of 16 games. Now, if we're looking at the Cowboys specifically, nine and a half were the numbers listed at. Shaded to the over, about minus 130. Unders even money. The Cowboys got more than nine points, meaning they got 10 or more, in 12 out of 16 games in the first half last season. But can they do it against this dominant Buccaneers defense? Well, last season, the Bucs allowed their opponents 
to get at least 10 points or more in the first half in 13 out of 16 games last season. Who knows if they come out firing with all the momentum from winning the Super Bowl and primetime on Thursday night. But hey, if you're looking at what happened last season, maybe Cowboys getting at least 10 points in the first half could be a viable option for you. Personally, I don't like anything too much in the first half to make an official play. However, I do like a few props, and I'll let you know what those are next right here on Rush Hour. We'll talk quarterbacks, we'll talk receivers, and naturally, we'll talk running backs. So stick around. Thursday Night Football props coming your way here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. to huddle up with the VEASAN Pro Football Betting Guide, and it's only $19.99, and it's available now, of course, as we're about to begin the season. But look, our experts provide profiles of every team for you, along with advanced stats and power ratings, plus they're delivering best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Sign up for VEASAN All Access and get everything we offer for the entire football season. Sign up now at vcin.com slash subscribe. That is vsin.com slash subscribe. Speaking of the NFL, it's time to get deep into tonight's Thursday night football affair with the Cowboys and the Bucks here on Rush Hour. I'm Danny Burke, your host, and it is time to bring back my personal favorite segment, Prop Shelf, where we take a look at the biggest games top props of the evening now all of these props that i'm going over doesn't necessarily mean i'm playing all these some of them i just think have an interesting angle a strong lean or just something to throw out for someone else who may want to look at an interesting trend or anecdote or whatever it may be however i do have a few plays and of course we'll get into those as we progress but let's start with the goat himself tom brady and his passing yards number moved up to 305 and a half over under minus 112 each way for brady Last season, he averaged about 290 passing yards per contest, and he was held under 305.5 in 9 out of 16 games last year. But could he thrive against the Dallas defense that certainly slacks defensively? They ranked 21st in DVOA pass defense last year and allowed 228 passing yards per game. So while they ranked lower in DVOA, they actually weren't surrendering too many passing yards. I'm probably staying away from this one, maybe lean under, because if it's more of a Bucks type of blowout game, then the Bucks will take advantage on the ground game where they are stacked in the backfield, and we'll get to that momentarily. Pass completions for Brady, 25.5 over minus 112, under minus 115. Brady averaged right there, 25 pass completions per game last season, went over this mark in about 8 out of 16 games, so uh, he was half and half each way. And then his pass attempts, 38.5, shaded to the over minus 118. He averaged 38 pass attempts last season, went over that mark 9 out of 16 games. Again, I have nothing official with Brady, but I would tend to lean under probably to a majority of those. It's game one. You're going against a defense that struggles more so against the run, and you're probably going to be leading. You won't be forced to throw as much right out of the gate. So would probably have a slight lean to the under for each of those three respective props. But let's talk about Dak Prescott, a guy who will need to throw in tonight's game. His passing yards prop is up to 287.5. 
in those four games that he played, now he played five, but in the four full games that he played, he averaged 422 and a half passing yards. He was having an unreal uh, statistical season up to that point, and he did go over that mark in three out of four of those games, being the Browns, Seahawks, Falcons. What they have in common is they all are pretty bad defensively, and Tampa Bay's not. The game that he stayed under was week one against the Rams, who have a solid defense like Tampa Bay. They ranked fifth in pass defense in DVOA last season, allow about 249 passing yards per game. But if you think they're trailing, they need those garbage time points and yards, then maybe that will do enough to put them over. But maybe I could interest you in his pass completions. Also set at 25 and a half, shaded more so to the over, minus 134. He averaged 34.4 pass completions in four full games last year, went over it in three out of four games. Only what he didn't go over was against the Rams, where I think he just missed it by a pass. So 25 is what he had. Would certainly be looking to the over for pass completions. But the bet that I made officially was his pass attempts. 39.5 for Prescott, over minus 118, unders minus 110. I bet the over at minus 118 because in those four full games that he played, he was averaging 50, slightly over 50, but about 50 pass attempts per game. And he went over it, of course, in three out of four games. Only one he didn't go over was against the Rams where he had 39, so just missed it. But my point being aside from this is if they want to get Dak back on track and, you know, I get that he's dealing with a shoulder injury and that may be a little bit concerning and right out of the gate, but the Bucks are probably going to be leading this game. The Cowboys are going to have to come back from behind and they're going to utilize their stardom, which is in the receiving court. So I think there are going to be plenty of passing attempts once this dominant Bucks run defense steps up to the plate. They ranked number one in DVOA run defense last season and number one in rushing yards allowed just allowing 83 per game. Ezekiel Elliott's going to have a tough day on the ground, so I think Prescott naturally is going to be forced to throw the ball more and have over 39.5 pass attempts. So that is the first official play I had, Prescott over 39.5 pass attempts. Let's now move on to receiving yards and receptions, and let's start with C.D. Lamb, who's been getting a lot of hype this offseason. His receiving yards prop at 61.5 at Bet Rivers, shaded to the under minus 114. Last season, he averaged 58 receiving yards per game, went over 61.5 in 8 out of 16 games. But if you're more inclined with his receptions, 5.5 is the number listed, shaded fairly heavily to the under. Minus 155, he averaged 4.5 receptions per game last year, was held under this mark in 12 out of 16 games. But let's take a look at the sample size when Prescott was his QB for four games. When Prescott was his QB early on, he averaged 5.3 receptions per game and 77 receiving yards. So he only got over 5.5 receptions one out of the four games Prescott was quarterback. So if you think he may not do it again, you're laying minus 155, but I think that's the accurate move. Now, he did go over his receiving yards prop in three out of four games. He had 59 in one game versus the Rams, but on average, he was targeted over seven times per game. But I'm staying away from CeeDee Lamb, and I'm going with the more veteran wide receiver in Amari Cooper, who seems to be favored a little bit more so than C.D. Lamb when it comes to Dak Prescott. Now, Amari Cooper's receiving yards went up in a lot of spots. I got 61 and a half. I believe it's still 63 and a half at Bet Rivers, which I would still play. The overs minus 109. And look, Cooper's a guy who averaged about 70 receiving yards per game last season, went over that mark in 10 out of 16 games. When Prescott was his quarterback, he averaged nine receptions and 100 receiving yards throughout those four games. And he went over his receptions prop of 5.5 and, and his receiving yards prop of 63.5 in all four games. 
So give me Amari Cooper over 61 and a half receiving yards is a number I got. But again, if you're getting 63 and a half, would still advise you to take the over in that mark for Amari Cooper. Now we're slightly running out of time, so I'm going to skip over Chris Godwin here. But if you're looking at something with Godwin, I think the receptions over four and a half would be the play to make with him. But because of how deep that receiving crew is and the fact that I don't think the Bucks are going to pass as much, I'm going to stay away from it and just keep a close eye on it. However, Ronald Jones is a guy I want to play. 48 and a half rushing yards. I'm going over. I know it's a split committee with him and Fournette, but Ronald Jones has really been the more dominant back when it comes to actually being on the ground. Him and Fournette played 12 full games together, and during those outings, Jones trailed his teammate in the snaps, 419 to 296, but he led in carries, 132 to 114, averaged 5.1 yards per carry. Dallas ranked 23rd in DVOA run defense and allowed 159 rushing yards per game, which was second worst in the NFL. So give me Ronald Jones over 48 and a half rushing yards. Bucks are going to look to slow down the clock. So we're hoping he goes over his rushing yards mark, along with Cooper over his receiving yards, 61 and a half, and Dak Prescott over 39 and a half pass attempts, along with our teaser that we've talked about so many times. Dan Leach coming up next here on BC. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s, dance away with hip hop beats, and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Alrighty, 
Well, if you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, well, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. You can catch mine with the Chicago City Cast, Dan Leach with the Detroit. They got Philly and Pittsburgh. Those are up now and running with five new episodes every single week. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts and get in tune from both the fan and betting perspective locally. Back here on Rush Hour on VCD Sports Betting Network, as we alluded to, Bet River City Casts are up now and running, and one of the guys who is controlling the Detroit City Cast, that is Dan Leach, and we are very happy to welcome him on to Rush Hour tonight. And you can get a hold of Dan on the tweets at DanLeach971. All right, Dan, we appreciate your time, and we're looking forward to your episodes throughout this football season. So before we talk about the Lions, I'm sure you have many, many thoughts on your Detroit Lions. Uh, tell us a little bit about your show and what fans can look forward to getting from you on the Detroit CityCast this year. First, I got to tell you, you got a great name. I mean, Danny, it's a top-level name, so <laughs> we, we got that in common. But I, listen, we, we, I'm very lucky to, to live in Detroit. I, I was born and raised here. I've lived all over, as we know the, the broadcast uh, you know, field goes. But I've been here much of my life. And to be able to come back about 12 or so years ago and be ingrained with our teams that a lot of times have really killed us and, and, and ruined our emotion. But we we're always such big fans here in Detroit. It means a lot to me. And what I want to do with, with the Detroit City cast is – you know, keep connecting to the fans here, whether the Lions are 0-16 or well, 0-17 or 17-0. The fans love them, and Mich the Michigan Wolverines and the Pistons, who just got Cade Cunningham. And we've got such amazing fans in this city that I I'm, an honor I'm honored to be able to be that conduit and give those people the, the values when it comes to the betting part of things, but also just react and talk about our teams. And, and I want people to feel like they're just as important uh, of, of my show as, as the teams themselves are, and that's kind of – the way I've always tried to do my broadcasting in my life, and that's what I want to do with the Detroit CityCast. So we're off and running, and I hear both ours are doing fantastic stuff so far, Danny. Absolutely. Well, Dan, we're looking forward to it throughout the course of the season. And like we mentioned, I mean, even if a team like the Lions don't have the most hope for momentum for them this season, doesn't mean that people don't want to get your thoughts on it, especially from a betting angle. And that's what I want to, you know, pick your brain about to start. Because if we look at the odds via Bet Rivers, we're looking at their betting profile kind of long term in the season. The Lions win total is at a lowly number of five. It is shaded to the under slightly minus 125, unders plus 105. The assumption is they're going to finish fourth in the NFC North, minus 265 to finish in that position. Their odds to make the playoffs, if you think somehow they can do it, the yes is plus 575. The no is minus 910. Look, sometimes you got to take your bias out of it when it comes to betting your team. Are you looking to fade the Lions in any of these spots, or do you actually have maybe more optimism with Detroit this season? Well, a couple things, Danny Boy. Hey, listen, I am known as a lion slap by many of my fine, uh, fine fans out here in Detroit, but I have been completely breaking that mold because if anybody thinks that the Lions are going to have a you know playoff type season, there, there's no assumption they're going to finish fourth in the division. They might be competitive <laughs> in certain games, but boy, when it's it's one of these things where I have friends that are telling me they're going to go, and people that are not even as crazy as some people that I know, that they're going to go ten and six or ten and uh of uh, seven and make the playoffs or, you know, win 12. I'm like, you're nuts. And there's a reason they're 25 to one to win the division. It's by far the biggest odds anyone has in, in the eight divisions. There's a reason the win totals at five. And, and this is the other thing. The Lions are one of the most bet on teams to make the playoffs. That's insanity. 
I think it's because our fans in Detroit are so nuts. Count me one of them, but you've got to be reasonable, Danny. This is Brad Sherlock Holmes, the new GM's first season. This is Dan Campbell, who loves biting kneecaps. They're very tasty. It's his first season, having his own team not being an interim head coach. There's no depth at wide receiver. There's a running back at Swift, who I love, but is oft injured. There's a quarterback at Jerry Goff who comes over after having Matthew Stafford. Wasn't his fault. A franchise quarterback. Former overall number one, so was Goff. But, you know, you had to move on from him. There's not a tremendous amount of depth. It's about building to the future. So not only am I fading them, I'm having a hard time getting to five wins. They have one of the top ten starting the season, at least, toughest schedules in the NFL. I mentioned the depth problems. They're playing some really good teams right off the bat, including San Fran, at Green Bay on Monday Night Football. I know the Ravens have to, you know, sign some people off the street to be a running back. I mean, Priest Holmes is available. But they're, they're still playing the Ravens, who are really good. And uh, then you got two back-to-back division games on the road at the Bears, at the Vikings. The Lions could start 0-5, 0-6, 1-7. Fade, 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 fade. It's all about finding the team to grow throughout this season. And in and, and a learning experience, you, you know, feed to the cold of the fire, feed to the fire with Dan Campbell, anyone thinks the Lions are going to be a surprise team this year, which we know happens worse to first in this era of parity going back to 2001 when they created the eighth division format. It happens. It's not happening with the Lions. They're not going 0-17, but it's not going to be much better than that. Maybe three wins, maybe four. The ceiling would be five. You mentioned the BetRivers.com odds. I, I would definitely take the under if I'm telling people to bet right now on the line. Yeah, and that's where the chalk is, 5 to the unders, minus 125. And I'd be lying if I said I didn't use the 49ers in my Survivor Contest right off the bat, fading Detroit. So I think you're right. (laughs) Hey, how could you not? I mean, look, it doesn't matter who the quarterback for the 49ers is. What matters is you're going against Detroit, who, again, the assumption is they're going to have a very, very tough year. But look, Dan, what's what's different is the quarterback situation, as we know, and there's not a lot of hype around it because you lose Matt Stafford, who's a very solid quarterback, and you're you know potentially downgrading in Jared Goff. But I want to go through his props momentarily with you, or right now, rather, because the passing yards is at 4,050 and a half. That's tricky because if they're trailing in a lot of games, maybe he'll pad the stats in that category. His passing touchdowns is 21 and a half, and his interceptions thrown is 12 and a half. Now, personally, that's what I actually bet for Goff to go over 12 and a half picks. He's on a worse roster, and he went over this uh, more often than not with the Rams. So I think it's going to be a tough year for Goff. But what say you in terms of uh, Jared Goff? Well, and I'm a big poker guy, Danny, so this is the way I like in Jared Goff. It's like having pocket aces. I'm not saying Jared Goff is pocket aces, but you can fold him, you can bet him, you can just call, you can, you know, go all in. He, he's a great option after having to move on from Stafford. I was a big Stafford guy, one of the biggest Stafford guys in this entire media core here we have in Detroit, but it was time to move on. When you look at Jared Goff, former overall number one, he went to the Super Bowl a couple years ago. He won a playoff game last year. He's 26 years old. doesn't mean that Jared Goff could be successful. doesn't have to be for the Lions. They could end up drafting a rookie quarterback in the next couple of years. But when you look at some of those, those props, as you mentioned, remember there's obviously a 17-game season, but who is he going to throw to? I mean, I love my man Hockaham, TJ Hawkinson, but, you know, is it Amon Rossay Brown, the rookie? And, you know, they, they, Tyrell Williams? There's no one really to speak of. And then, obviously, you got Jamal Williams and, and DeAndre Swift. Can they stay healthy? I, I think there are going to be a lot of situations, of course, the Lions are trailing in games. But that number, to me, the passing yards, I don't see value. It seems kind of right where it should be. Passing touchdowns, same kind of thing. And you mentioned the interceptions. I think the over is the right play there. I hate to say it. I think the Lions are going to score points later in games, but really struggle to be in games early where they're going to be down two, three you know, scores in the first quarter, in the first half. 
in, in certain games against some good offenses because the defense has a lot of question marks. But when it comes to Jerry Goff, we have no idea what he's going to be for the Lions, but there's a lot of possibilities that he could be someone good as a franchise-type quarterback in the future. Not likely, but there's a lot of possibilities with him. That's what excites me about what the Lions could do moving forward if hopefully Brad Campbell or excuse me, Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell are the right things. This year, though, it's going to be a real struggle for the offense and a real struggle, I think, for Jerry Goff in many of the 17 games. Like we alluded to, the struggles could start right away week one as they host the San Francisco 49ers, who are now up to an eight-point favorite, Dan, with the total at about 45. we got about 90 seconds left. I know you and I both using the 49ers for the Survivor Contest, but in terms of the spread of eight or a total at 45, anything you would dabble with there? Yeah, and I've, I've seen it dip into eight and a half in a minute. I would lay the wood. I mean, I hate betting against my own teams. I rarely will do that, but lay the wood on San Francisco. I see this as like a 34 to 10, 34 to 13 type of game. I mean, it's not the greatest of value minus the eight. It's a lot of points in this parity-driven NFL. But the money line's a lock if you want to throw it in a parlay. I, I don't like the total on either side. But as far as the survivor pool goes, Danny, not only did I use it in my winner's pools, which I hate to do against my own team, but I, I have a loser's pool, too, where you got to pick losers every week. And I have four entries in that. I use the Lions in three of them. So I, I kind of got all my eggs in the, the, the anti-Lions basket. And it feels really gross to me right now because that's not the way I'm built, my man. Look, I'm sure many people will be doing the same things. And how couldn't you based on what, you know, the outlook for Detroit is this season. But, Dan, we're happy to have you on as a part of the team and look forward to your analysis all throughout the season and back here on Rush Hour throughout the NFL season as well, my man. Can't wait. Hey, my pleasure and honor. Congrats to you as well. Good luck with everything as well. Dan Leach, you can follow on Twitter at DanLeach971, host of the Detroit City Cast. Again, you can get those wherever you have your podcasts available to you. Win or lose, Dan will be there with his emotions for Detroit. Love it. He was having great energy all around, and he'll bring that to you five times a week with the Detroit City Cast. But, hey, before we end up another edition of Rush Hour here, we do have football tonight like we have been discussing with Thursday Night Football, folks. The Cowboys and Bucks about to get underway in just the near future. In case you missed it earlier, we've got several bets for tonight starting with Dak Prescott. I am playing Prescott over 39.5 pass attempts, minus 118 thinking that it's going to be just like it was when he was quarterback last season. He was averaging about 50 pass attempts in those four games. They're going to be trailing to Tampa Bay. They're going to need to pass because the Bucks have the number one run defense in DVOA and in terms of limiting their opponents to about 84 rushing yards per game. So Prescott will be forced to throw over 39.5 pass attempts. Then what about Amari Cooper, over 61.5 receiving yards? Now, that number has you know kind of gone up to 63.5. If you can get it at 63.5, I would still play that over because he was averaging 100 receiving yards per game when Prescott was his quarterback for those four full games, getting targeted the most over C.D. Lamb. And even though the Bucks defense is great, I still think Amari gets enough shares to get over 61.5. Then finally, Ronald Jones over 48.5 rushing yards. Looking at the other side, Dallas has a terrible run defense. Bucks will slow down the tempo. Ronald Jones will get enough carries to surpass 48.5 rushing yards. Oh, and how can we forget? six-point teaser at Bucks down to minus two and the Rams minus one and a half. Best of luck if you tell. Enjoy the NFL season being back, folks. We'll catch up again tomorrow here on Rush Hour.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare zumo play is your destination for endless entertainment with a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels movies and full tv series you'll easily find something to watch right away and the best part it's all free love music get lost in the 90s with iheart 90s dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iheart radio music channels no logins no signups no accounts no hassle so what are you waiting for start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and google play stores today all you can stream with zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 